0: This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. to the second episode of the Building a Trinity Podcast. I'm your host, Kyler Bills. I'm a freshman, wrestling 285 pounds here at Trin, and I'm going to be your guide to in the exploration of the Trin Wrestling Program, both past and present. I'm very excited to have our second installment of the Building a Trinity Podcast. Obviously, it's a bi-monthly podcast in which we will have a guest on the podcast, whether it be a wrestler on the team now or a coach or even an alumni of the program Um, And sometimes we have multiple guests, but the the point is, and the point of this podcast is it gets you more acclimated with the Triant Program um, and some of the people in it. And since the details are out of the way, we'll jump into the second episode. Um, Joining us today, we have our 197-pound wrestler, Josh Howell. How you doing, Josh?
1: I'm doing good, man. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing good. Can't complain, man. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I always like to start off with this question. You know, who is Josh Howell?
1: Josh Howell is a really simple dude. Uh, I mean, I really... Uh kind of keep to myself. I have my close group. Uh, but, yeah, that's Josh Howell, really just a simple man.
0: I got you. Where are you from, Josh? From Terre
1: Haute, Indiana. So where's that at? It's about four hours south of here. We're about an
0: hour south of Indianapolis, give or take. Okay, okay, I got you. So what was uh, what was Terre Haute like compared to trying? As far as, like, school size, um, yeah, yeah. Like, it was it a bigger school, smaller school? What was it like?
1: So Terre Haute South. So actually, uh, Trine University is smaller than my high school I went to. Okay. Um, yeah. So Terre Haute South is it's a pretty big school. I think there's about maybe two thousand kids there. Uh, there's a little bit less than that here at Trine, at least on campus, not including online enrollment. So uh, yeah, it was yeah. It was a smaller school.
0: Okay, I hear you. Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, Obviously, I went to Carroll High School. We were a bigger school, 6A school. We got graduating class, had like 800 kids, um, something like 2,000, 3,000 in the school. So I I definitely hear what you're saying.
1: Yeah, that was about my graduating class as well.
0: Okay, okay. So let's let's talk about what brought you to Trine. Uh, What brought me to Trine? What
1: brought me to Trine? Uh, When I came on my visit here, uh, it was uh, one of the only visits I really took. Um, but I automatically fell in love with the academics here, the academic side of things, uh, which is really, really big for me because not that I didn't take academics really serious in high school, but, uh, it was really like, once you go to college, like you got to figure stuff out in life, right, you know right. what I mean? So, uh, it was a really, really good place for me to further my a- athletic career in wrestling and track and field, as well as getting my degree.
0: Okay. So I know, uh, I know you've talked about this, um, And I know that, but tell, tell the people a little about, you had a lot of, uh, you went on a lot of D1 visits and I had a lot of D1 interest in you. Why go to a smaller D3 school in Trine instead of like a, as opposed to like an IU in Bloomington or big campus, big name school, um, D1, uh, obviously had the opportunities. So what, I mean, obviously you talked a little bit about there, but why a smaller D3 private school um, over a school like that?
1: Uh, Honestly, man, it was the people. The people here, I mean, they're amazing. Like, I can't stress that enough. The people here, uh, they're really here to help you. And I felt like here at Trine was a second home to me outside of Terre Haute. And so that was another really big reason for my decision, as well as the coaching staffs here. Uh, Not only, I mean, obviously Coach Hall and Coach Clark, but uh, Coach Fletcher and the track and field staff here, they're really, really amazing as well.
0: Yeah, so I wanted to talk about that a little before we dive into the, the wrestling aspect of your life. Um, track and field, uh, how long have you been doing that? Um, obviously, it's you, pl- you plan to throw here at trying, I know. Yeah. Um, what exactly, as opposed to wrestling, what does track and field bring to you and uh, that the, that side of you that even I don't know, um, what is that side of you like?
1: Uh, yeah, so fun fact, I actually wasn't on the track team in high school. I did... Um, unified track which is you just help out with the special needs kids okay. so uh obviously the special needs kids they can't you know score all the points or score that many points and so the kids would be there to guide them through that as well as score the points that they don't score as well and it was just it was a really really fun time and then uh when I, so I took my visit on here I got a text from uh coach Fletcher about maybe two weeks after that asking if I wanted to be on the track and field team and I was like sure man like let's do it. Like might as well. I'm already here.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I, I love that. And, and to be involved in the unified sports too is, is, is a great thing.
1: Yeah. It's, it's an amazing, an amazing sport. I really, yeah, it's an amazing sport. No,
0: yeah. I, I hear you. Um, so talk a little bit about your major. What's your major here at Trine?
1: Uh, elementary education with a minor in special education.
0: Okay. Okay. So as well as coaching. Was that something that you always wanted to do growing up, or is that something that you kind of like, came through sports, obviously, I'm sure, you know, playing in sports made you want to be a coach, but like, being a teacher, and and the education aspect of everything, what did that, how did that all come along?
1: Yeah, so basically, my whole entire family is in some sort of education. Uh, My mom, she's a teacher at uh, Rio Grande Elementary School in Terre Haute, as well as my aunt, she's a teacher at... Elem- at Rio Grande Elementary School, sorry. Um, and a bunch of my other aunts and uncles are in education, have been in education, or their degrees are in education, and they just have another job. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've just always been around schooling. Like, I've always been there after school. I've always had to be there before school. So it's just, like, I want to help kids. Like, that's my main thing is I want to help other kids okay. and other people.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, so, like, Talk about how the academic side of Trine has helped you since, obviously, you've only been here, you know, two to three months, um, but what's, like, your your classwork like with your education, and how does Trine set you up right with your your specific major as opposed to, you know, just throwing you a bunch of jet in classes that don't really have much to do with your major?
1: Uh, yeah, so my actual ed classes here, um, they help tremendously, uh, so a cool thing is, is a lot of people aren't allowed to do or go into any schools until, you know, like their junior or senior year, if that, for student teaching. But uh, I actually took an education exploration class here, and it, let me, it allowed me to do a practicum, which is just you go in, you sit in the back of the classroom, and you just you take notes. But, like, you're somewhat involved in a way. Um, but I got the opportunity to do a upper elementary, a lower elementary, a middle school. A high school and also a monastery school visit, which was really, really, really cool.
0: Great, great. I mean, I mean it sounds like from the get go, you've been here at trying um, that kind of like trying to find your way in that career path, um, which I think is great. I mean, I can see it obviously uh, in my education, and that's, you know, like I said, one of the just one of the many great aspects of trying um, being able for them to like realize what you want to do with your life and and push you to be better in that aspect and grow you in that aspect. So I'm glad that you can kind of attest to that with your practicums and being able to, to go into a sport or not a sport, but going into a class and and teach from a younger age, as opposed to a lot of other colleges who they don't get to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And that was when I came here on my visit, I sat down with uh, Tony Klein here, who is uh, one of the head guys of the education program. And, I always knew that I was going to go into some sort of education. And as soon as I took my visit here, um, obviously I was athletic minded, but leaving here, I fell in love with the academic sides of things because he gave such a great presentation. And so far it's lived up to every single thing that he has said and everything that he said is, has been true, which I
0: really, really like. That's amazing. Okay. So, um, let's talk about some wrestling. Um, walk me kind of through, you know, how did you start wrestling? Um, Tell me about a little bit of your background in the sport, a little bit of your high school career, um, and just kind of like tell people about your high school experience in wrestling and and wrestling up until this point.
1: Uh, Yeah, so uh, I started, well, I tried out wrestling in middle school about uh, seventh grade, I want to say. And uh, within the first two weeks, my, one of my best friends, Nick Assad, broke both of my hands. So I, was, uh, I stopped wrestling, and I didn't really like it. Uh, my whole entire family, I shouldn't say my whole entire family, my brother uh, wrestled, uh, and which was a big influence by my uncle, who has been a major influence on my wrestling. Um, but then it got around to uh, my freshman year. And I was undecided. I was really football-minded. But uh, for people that haven't seen me yet, I am uh, pretty short. <laughs> so I knew I would not go uh, to college for football, at least the aspirations I was going for for football. Um, and so Coach Cook, the wrestling coach at South, one of the greatest men to ever lace up a pair of wrestling boots, in my opinion, Uh He bugged me and bugged me to get on the mat, and I finally caved in. And uh, I was like, okay, I'll just wrestle in high school. It'll just help me with football. And then, yeah, uh, freshman year, I uh, was a regional qualifier. And, uh, yeah, it made me mad. I lost first round at regionals. And I was like, man, I was like, okay. Like, I was one match away from semi-state. Like, all right. i like... It was a pretty close match, too, so I was like, okay, like, I could go somewhere with this. So that off season, I wrestled about over 100 matches, uh, did a lot of training in my sophomore year. Uh, I was a state qualifier in the state of Indiana at 220 pounds, um, and so that was a really, really, really big confidence booster for me, because, uh, I mean, it's pretty unheard of for a sophomore Right. At, right upper weight, uh, especially 220 pounds to qualify. I think the last one before me was Mason Paris, who wrestles at Michigan right now. Um, But yeah, so then my sophomore to junior year, uh, I had another really big offseason. Sadly and unfortunately, I broke my patella. My knee. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know you, like specific things about it. But yeah, I messed up my knee, in that uh, preseason, and I was having a really, really good football season that year. And uh, I was one week out from our rivalry game, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so it messed with me. But I decided not to get surgery, not do anything with it, and continue wrestling. In my junior year, which was a really, really big year for me, um, I pinned and tech just about everybody I wrestled, including, like, I think I beat, like, 10 out of the 16 guys that went to state that year. But, unfortunately, I lost in the ticket round, uh, which really humbled me uh, a lot because, uh, if anybody knows me, I'm somewhat of a cocky wrestler. But uh, that helps me at the end of the day because my cockiness is what helps me win because I don't go into any match saying okay I'm going to lose this I go into every match saying alright I'm going to win this I'm going to beat this guy and I'm going to score some points
0: so w- on, on that regard would you say cocky or confident because you know getting to know you and wrestling you I know that you're always you're always out there and, and you expect to win every match and you have that mindset that you're going to go out and, and do your stuff um, I don't get that, that cockiness from you I, I see it more as confident uh, how would you describe it
1: uh I mean, yeah, some people call it cocky. Some people call it confidence. Um, but really, it's just I know that I put in the work and I know what I can do. So when I go out onto the mat, I'm thinking, all right, I've outworked this guy. I put in more work than this guy. I put in more hours than this guy. So I'm going to let it show. Okay, beautiful.
0: Now, I wanted to I wanted to talk about this before I forgot about it. So my junior year, um, I, was having, I was having one of my better seasons. Uh, I would jumped up from from one eighty two and ninety five I split my sophomore year to two twenty and i was having i was having a better season uh, my best one I was supposed you know projected to go to state with the rankings and whatnot but uh then i uh i think it was two weeks before the state tournament started, so sectionals and everything um, i hurt my knee didn 't think it was anything serious um, got an mRI and they basically told me that the like I said, like you said, I, I don't know the, the scientific name for it, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, they told me that my, uh, the tendon that holds my kneecap in place was, it was basically shredded. Um, yeah. and I couldn't wrestle, which really, really hurt me. Um, and that road to recovery was really hard for me mentally, um, not being able to wrestle and then sitting out on the state tournament, watching, you know, my guys, Matt Lepper, Reeve Muncy, Evan mm-hmm. Allred, going, going to state and, and doing a great things. Um, talk to me about the mindset about that, like. Obviously, the the physical parts of it, you, you hurt, you know, it's hard. But I almost argue that the mental aspect is a harder thing to get over.
1: Yeah, so the mental side of wrestling is a very, very dark place. Sometimes you got to go to that dark place and practice. But uh, when you're hurt and uh, like you just said, like when you're hurt, um, my advice to anybody is uh, do anything and everything you can while you're hurt anything that you're allowed to do, do it like anything, because it's going to make you better somewhat. I mean, no work you put in is going to make you worse. So anything you can do while you're hurt, do it like, yeah, it's going to suck that you're sitting out and you're watching all your guys, you know, wrestle and wrestle really, really well. And you'll see guys. I mean, I'm sure you saw guys qualify that you beat. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it sucks. Um, like I said, uh, I lost in the tick around my junior year, and I saw, like I said, 10 guys that I pinned intact, and, and, I mean, the other six I didn't wrestle, so, I mean, uh, it's really, yeah, like, uh, in my opinion, I should have done something about my knee before that season, but I wanted to wrestle so bad, and I kind of screwed myself over, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I can't make any excuses for it. It's in the past for a reason, and uh, I'm really
0: just looking forward to the future,
1: I always have and always will,
0: absolutely, and I think that's a big thing, to not dwell on the past, um absolutely, yeah, so I mean and, and kind of piggybacking off that, uh, I talked about it with Coach Clark, I used to be like so scared of losing, and like and, and and I'm a competitive guy, so I don't want to lose, nobody wants to lose, everybody wants to win, um yeah, but like i I've come to learn that you're not going to learn and get better unless you're challenged, you know if if like We were talking in practice, you know, if you don't get beat up and there's not a point where you have to like plant your feet and like fight back, Mm -hmm. you know, figuratively, um, then you're not going to get any better because you're going to become complacent and you're not going to, you know, grow at all. And that's what that's what it's all about is growth. Um, So I I definitely get what you're saying there. Um, So you had a very eventful offseason this last year. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit about that. You know, Tulsa and Fargo, and, and what was that kind of like? You know, those are those are big stage tournaments. You know, especially Fargo. You know, that's that's a tournament that you you go there. You even go there. You know, they know that you're you know you're, you're meant to be there. Um, obviously, it's a little different freestyle and Greco than, than folk style. But talk to me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, f- well, getting into it, uh, freestyle and Greco, I started my sophomore year just as uh, I wasn't, I mean, unified track, you only had, I only had one practice a week, so I was like, okay, like, I only had one practice a week, one meet a week, so I was like, okay, I can do more wrestling, and folkstyle is not really in season that much right then, so it's really only Greco and freestyle, um, And so, yeah, going into, I went to Fargo my uh, freshman year, my sophomore year, obviously not my junior year because it was canceled, Uh, but I lost in the blood round my sophomore year at Fargo in freestyle. Uh, And it really, really hurt me. I was like, okay, like I'm up there not only with the best of the kids in my state, but I'm up there with the best kids in the nation. So uh, I was definitely holding a grudge uh coming into this offseason so uh Tulsa was a really good uh tournament to wrestle before going into Fargo to give me a look at some of the other best guys in the nation and uh I went undefeated in both uh freestyle and Greco uh made the all tournament teams for both styles uh which was very very blessed very very fortunate to do that along with Coach Hall being my coach there which I, was,
0: I, I, wanted, I wanted to talk about that too. Yeah. Uh,
1: coach Hall was uh, the head coach of the junior duels team, uh, along with uh, Nick Ellis from Marion University. He's the assistant coach there, and uh, Coach Weimer from uh, the Noblesville Miners in Indiana.
0: Okay, yeah. So, what was it like wrestling under Coach Hall? You know, obviously, you know, he's the head coach here, but like, Mm -hmm. and you had that chemistry, you know, because you committed here, you got on visits and and whatnot. But how was that wrestling under him and kind of building that chemistry before you even stepped on campus officially and and became a trying wrestler?
1: Amazing. I love Coach Hall. I love his energy. I mean, like today at practice, you guys were messing around before practice. I mean, Coach Hall, he's a great dude. He brings a lot of great, great energy. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I can't compliment him enough. I mean, he's giving me he's giving me this opportunity, uh, which I love. So yeah, I can't speak enough good about Coach Hall.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. Coach Hall is, and Coach Clark are just great guys. Um, even even on the aspect, not even the aspect of wrestling. Obviously, they're great coaches. You know, they're great recruiters. They're great influencers. Um, but they're great people and they're great friends. Um, mm-hmm. Anything you need, they're always there for you. And that's why yeah, they're not
1: yeah, sorry to interrupt you but oh, yeah, good. like they're not only coaches. No, I mean, sure. like they're they're role models 100%. I mean, not only Coach Hall, Coach Clark as well. Like Coach Clark has helped me so much already since I've been here as well.
0: Yeah, so talk a little bit um so I want I want to kind of go back to you've had a very I'm I'm trying to think about how to word this. Your accomplishments in your wrestling career, you you have a lot. You have what Sixth at the IHSAA tournament. Yes. Fifth at Fargo. Mm-hmm. Uh Freestyle and Greco State Champion. Mm, yeah. Triple freestyle. Crown. Yeah. I mean, how do the accomplishments stack up in your life? And do you view those as like a, a trophy or do you it view it as like it's just building you into the wrestler that you are now?
1: I don't wrestle for awards. I mean, if you know me and you watch me after a wrestling tournament, uh, you'll see me just walk up and give my medal to my mom, give my bracket to my mom. Like, I, I don't care. Like, I, that's not what I wrestle for. Um, actually, she used to get mad at me because uh, I used to throw away all the medals that weren't first place. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't wrestle for awards. Like, I wrestle because I want to get better. Like, none of those awards mean anything to me at the end of the day.
0: And, and you know that's uh, that's actually really funny that you just told me that because when i did uh, when i went back home with you um, i asked you i was like where are your fargo stop signs at Yeah. i mean i wanted to see a fargo stop sign that's that's a cool award and you're like i don't know i think it's in this tub yeah. you got a tub of you know what 50 60 awards something yeah, like that there's, there's rings there. scattered in there yeah. and it's like <laughs> yeah. you're like yeah i really don't know where they're at i'm like wow dude, like, yeah, yeah. if if i had a fargo stop sign that would be like matted on my wall yeah. um but no that's great um so, a lot of people get wrapped up, and it's something that I didn't learn until I was farther down in high school. Like, every, every year I would come into wrestling, and it's like, I'm coming to wrestle to get a, be a better wrestler and getting, getting more fit and being, you know, stronger, faster, all this. But, like, it took me a long time to realize that the best things that came from wrestling for me were the friendships and how it made me a better person. Can you talk a little bit about that and how it's kind of influenced your life? outside of a physical manner? Uh,
1: yeah, so I've met a lot of really, really, really cool people through the sport of wrestling. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, some of my best friends to this day, um, I've met through wrestling. And, I mean, I still talk to them more than I do kids from my hometown. Um, when you're a wrestler, you kind of have, like, that unset bond. Because, I mean, everybody goes through the same thing in wrestling. I mean, wrestling, it's a hard sport, yeah. man. It kicks your ass. So uh, you kind of already have that uh, bond because, I mean, you, go, you guys go through so much together. Uh, and you build that bond together because, I mean, you go through some of the hardest times. I mean, cutting weight, getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning for a lift. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out Coach Clark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Wrestlers, they're amazing, man. So, All wrestlers,
0: and and you kind of brought it up, um, and I talked to Coach Clark about it last week. Obviously, nobody like like the six AM lifts. We'll go off that. I mean, nobody wants to wake up at five thirty. <laughs> I'm not a morning a.m.
1: person, lift. man. You see me walking in that building at five fifty nine every morning, and I yeah. No, I, I
0: hear you, but and, and but the thing I love about you, right, is you may walk in and you know you're you're tired, you're this, but when it's time to go, you go. Yeah. And you don't stop when it's time to stop. You go extra after you stop. So, like, can you talk to me a little bit about like the importance of not like just going through the motions in the workout, right? Like pushing yourself and being a better wrestler and a better athlete, better person, and like not just like doing enough but doing more. And how that how you kind of learn that mentality? Because I mean, you're you're always pushing. I mean, when we practice together, we're not. And, I, and I'm going with you, you're not, like, just going through the drills. I mean, you're going hard, and you're pushing me, and I, I really appreciate that. So was there, like, a moment in your life that that switch, or were you always kind of like that go, go, go mentality?
1: Um, I was never really that go, go, go person, actually, in high school. Um, I was just kind of, like, I just skipped by, really. I was honestly a really, really lazy wrestler um, from my freshman to junior year. I uh, didn't really take lifting seriously. didn't lift at all. Um, shout out coach cook. I love that man to death. He put up with so much of my bull crap. Uh, yeah. Uh, but he like, he sat me down my senior year and he's like, all right, look, man, like you're the best, like you are the best one in the state. Uh, and he's always told me that he's like, I've never believed differently. You're the best kid in the state. You're the best kid in the nation. And, uh, I kind of took it seriously. Uh, and then you know, my senior year, I had to wrestle uh, Tristan Ruhlman, who was a top-ten nationally ranked kid every yeah. single weekend. And, uh, and it mentally challenged me. I mean, I was used to, you know, only losing, like, two matches. And I lost more matches my senior year than I did any other year of my high school wrestling right. career. So, I mean, it was a mentally tough year. And then, I mean, I went through some stuff before state. Uh, it was kind of unfortunate. I didn't get the place that I really, really wanted to, which was obviously a state championship, a blue medal. Um, but I mean, yeah, man, like I said, at the end of the day, like what happens happens for a reason and I'm very blessed and fortunate because of that. Um, it's really, really changed me in my aspect on life.
0: Okay. And, and I want to talk about this because you kind of, you ca- we kind of talked about this, you know, this week of how you, you say you didn't get the place you, cause everybody wants, you, you want to be on top. Yeah. You know? Nobody wants to get second. Nobody wants to get third. Um, so for you, you know, you didn't get the placing that you liked, uh, and, State tournament, but did that kind of motivate you in coming into this offseason? Because you went off this offseason. I mean, there's 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 no avoiding it. You know, you beat guys who placed higher than you. Yeah. You know, this year. So, like, was that motivation, or, or I mean, how did that really affect you going into this this offseason?
1: Uh, I mean, really, to be honest with you, I was just at a dark place. Uh, at that state tournament, and then I was kind of at a dark place uh, for a little bit longer after that and then uh probably like a month after state cuz i mean like anybody else can attest to this like senior year man like i lost saturday morning i was like all right like i don't i don't care like right. i don't care how the rest of this tournament goes which i really th- wish i didn't have that mindset cuz i could have easily wrestled back and gotten fifth um but i mean it i didn't uh but yeah i mean after that month, I was just like, all right, man, like, this has got to change. Like, I can't just live like this for the rest of my life and dwell on that state tournament. And so uh, I, took, I took a break for a while, and then uh, I got the text from Coach Hall that said, um, do you want to be on the Junior Duels team? And I was just like, all right. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously. But I hadn't been training at that time. So uh, once I got that text, uh, I automatically went into my room. Uh, Into my high school room after that, Uh, and I started training, and then uh, I did a lot of training sessions uh, with Nick Assad in my garage uh, on my wrestling mat at home.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean a a lot of great stuff. Um, Let's transition a little bit into trying uh, in the trying wrestling. So, obviously, I think we're week three, four, something like that into the season. Yeah. Um, How do you think? How do you think that's going? And kind of give me. Your assessment um, of yourself so far, and that this can include, you know, the preseason and, and all the other stuff that we've done.
1: Uh, yeah. So it's gone really, really well. Um, we've gotten, not I mean, not even for my aspect, but a lot of guys have gotten better. Um, we're really gonna make some shockwaves this year. I feel like not. I don't feel like that. Like I know we will. Um, that's like it's gonna be a fact. Um, but yeah, we put in the work. It showed. Uh, Practices have been going really, really well. Coach Hall, Coach Clark, man, they do amazing things at practice. It's so detailed. Nothing goes over a minute. Nothing, like, not a second over, not a second early. Uh, Very detailed practices as well as very detailed lifts on Coach Clark's part, which I've seen I've gained about, like, 20 pounds of muscle since I've been here, uh, which was really, really uh, surprising to me, but not at the same time because uh, he has this on – those strict regimens for a reason. And yeah, I don't like going to the six, a.m. six AM lifts, but, uh, they have really, really been benefiting me.
0: Right. Right. For sure. Um, so I kind of wanted to talk about the, the, the difference in high school wrestling to college wrestling. And I kind of wanted to, to chat back and forth with you about this. Um, obviously you have wrestled in literally the highest level mm-hmm. of high school wrestling. Um, how do you think that things will change obviously you know like i mentioned last time the only difference technically is is the time difference um but like how do you see you transitioning from high school to college um and kind of like your wrestling style and how you how you're attacking it
1: so the transition has been really really easy um i'm the type of wrestler where I go into every match, like, I'm going to hit a different move. Like, I'm going to pin you with this move or I'm going to turn you with this move. I'm going to take you down with this. None of my matches are the same. No matches are the same for me, Um, which I think really benefits me because no guys can really game plan for me. I mean, really all they know going into that match is like, okay, like this kid could throw me at some point. But, I mean, that's just about it. Like, this kid could throw me at some point. Like, they don't know what else I'm going to do. Which I think benefits me a lot, for sure, for sure.
0: Um, how do you think that like you are gonna handle? Like, obviously, you talked about how nobody, you know, there's nothing to expect, but like with the writing time and everything, I know that's a little different. Um, do you think that that's you know gonna gonna be very beneficiary? Is it gonna be different? Are are you have you already kind of adapted to it? Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, writing time was something I was really really looking forward to (laughs) I wish it was in high school I think it should be implemented into high school um because I mean at the end of the day once you get out of middle school wrestling I mean in my opinion I think middle school and high school wrestling has kind of evolved into the same thing so many middle school wrestlers I mean you see so many middle school wrestlers nowadays that are knocking off like the top high school guys Um, so I really think uh writing time should be implemented in high school, but uh yeah, I think it's gonna be very beneficial, at least for me. Um, you know, I pinned a lot of guys in high school. Um, and so I think writing time will be beneficial for me because if not if I can't pin you, I'm gonna ride you out on top. <laughs> I mean, there's I mean, yeah. I've I i can not pin you, I'm gonna ride you out.
0: No, I got you, I got you. So can you talk to me a little bit about Kind of the difference that you've already faced in like the workouts. So like in high school, I don't know how you guys were, but you know we didn't have these like I, like we keep going back to the six a.m. lifts um, and these different type of conditioning. I mean, we, in the preseason we were lift Monday, Wednesday, Friday, wrestle, and then the preseason clinics, who were open to everybody, um, Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, can as you talk well a little bit of, on those Tuesdays and Thursdays? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, yeah, like yeah. like yeah. okay, so I'll I'll talk about. It. I talked about it a little bit last week. Um, I was so underprepared coming in, like, yeah. and, and I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that I, I kind of slacked on my conditioning. Um, I think I was more focused on, you know, the weightlifting and, and getting stronger this off season. But like, I was, it, it, it was literally a wake up call. Like yeah. I can remember the first, the first conditioning workout where, um, you know, it was hot. <laughs> yeah. I was dehydrated. We were doing sprints and I had to like tap out yeah. two sprints in to, a. Uh, eight work a sprint workout and like it demoralized me like like Mm -hmm. it was a wake-up call um you know I gotta I gotta fix my stuff I gotta hydrate I gotta take this stuff more seriously um you know obviously you didn't have a moment like that but like how was that transition from from the weightlifting and kind of like the outside of wrestling so with school and conditioning and balancing all that how was that like
1: So I was very fortunate in high school to have a really, really great coaching staff. Um, All of our coaches on staff at high school. uh, So Coach Cook, uh, Gabe Cook, actually, uh, he was a D1 wrestler at IU. Uh, Thomas Dole, who's an assistant coach there, he was a D1 wrestler at Campbell. Um, Solly Lowe, who was also on the coaching staff, he... uh, actually went to go play Division One football instead of wrestling, but, he, I mean, he had the opportunities to. And then uh, Coach Titzer as well. Uh, I don't believe he wrestled in college, but, I mean, he was another really, really high school stud, like, great high school stud. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they're all very, very overqualified for their positions. They could all easily be college coaches. And so I was very fortunate to have that coaching style, and so they brought, like, that college practice field to the room which I think benefited not only me. I mean, it's benefited our guys as well because, I mean, going into my freshman year of high school, Terre Haute South Wrestling was, I mean, I wouldn't say it was little to none, but um, to my senior year leaving, uh, we went to Team State, and they're going to Team State again this year as well. So, I mean, they've put in the work, and then it's all showing now, which I love.
0: Okay, and I I love that. So can you talk to me a little bit about your goals this season so you know you could go performance based you could go like your your mindset and how you want to grow um but but how are you attacking this year you know being a freshman um and, and obviously being a very very high quality wrestler um how are you attacking this year with your goals and your mindset um can you just talk a little bit about that
1: uh well first off uh, i want to be a my conference champ and obviously uh 2021, 2022, NCAA, 197 pound, D3 national champ as well. Those goals will never change as the season goes on. Um, But team-wise, like, you know, uh, it's not been a very uh, good pass in trying wrestling. But, I mean, we're turning that around very, very, very fast. And like I said earlier, I feel like we're going to make a lot of shockwaves this year. I feel like a lot of people have slept on trying wrestling and it's not going to happen after this year. They're going to be like, okay, these guys are legit. And I mean, we've been, like I said, we've been putting in the work. We've all been doing the right things. Um, The coaches have been amazing with recruitment this year as well. Like, I mean, we've gotten 60 guys on campus so far this year on visits, which I mean, that's a lot of kids and that's a lot of good stuff as well. Um, And so some of my team goals, I mean, we want to be all of that. <laughs> we want to be Alma, Adrian. I mean, all these guys that are so close to us. Um, but when like some team tournaments, you know what I mean? Like
0: make the
1: make the strides this year. So the next couple of years will come easy for us.
0: For sure. For sure. And, and you talked about about it a little bit um, of kind of wanting to, to change the culture around here. And I think it's something that, like I said, you know, I haven't been here. Obviously, this is our first year here. Yeah. Um, but turning trying into something more mm-hmm. uh you know with the with the wrestling program and the culture around here, and I think it's something that we've we've made a lot of strides on so far and it's it's something that I want that we want to keep doing um you know getting getting guys in here who want to work hard and you can see it every and, and whatever mm-hmm. we're doing, whether it's you know the the Tuesday runs or or the six a m lifts or the conditioning workouts or the practices or the stance in motion after practices. Everybody's pushing themselves as hard as they can they can do and I think that that's something great uh, it's something that I've never been in a room with a group of people as a whole who work as hard as this team um, in my high school um, you know we had a lot of hard-working guys uh, but but when you make that transition to college you are choosing and signing to wrestle here by choice mm-hmm. you know it's it's a little different obviously everything's by choice but um, it's a little different than in high school where you can kind of get away with coach. If you don't, if you coast in, in college and I, I found out the hard way, it's going to kick you in the butt. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you kind of have to like, you, you have to like make a decision internally. Like, am I going to back up against this wall or am I going to fight back? Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that I want to kind of install into trying is like, and, and build this culture that we're not going to back down. Yeah. You know, we're going to fight back. And, and coach Clark said it great last week. You know, you may get punched in the face, and you may get knocked down. Yeah, you may get knocked down, but it's all about how you come back up, Mm -hmm. um, and and you attack next time, um, Mm -hmm. and and you're the aggressor. And that's it's wrestling. That's everything. That's life. Um, Yeah. So I I I totally get what you're saying there, Um, and I know you've talked about this a little bit already, but can you talk a little bit about like the coaching staff and how they've like specifically helped you not only as a wrestler as a person. Um and just just talk a little bit about Coach Hall and Coach Clark and, and what they've done behind the scenes with you.
1: Um yeah so uh, I got really really close with uh, Coach Hall I think uh, actually the first time I ever talked to Coach Hall was uh, my senior right before my senior year at a IPo tournament and I mean he walked up to me and like right off the bat he was just like man I love your wrestling. Like, he's just like, I love your wrestling. And I was like, thank you. And uh, Seth Robach, uh, who's on the team, is also from Terre Haute. So, like, I knew of the program a little bit, but I didn't really know that much of it as well. And so I had a really good talk with him there. And I was just like, okay, like, that's another option. Um, and then I kept seeing him everywhere. He just kept popping back up. And he, I mean, he just kept on me. Um, like, I was at a Halloween tournament in Indianapolis and here comes strolling coach hall and coach Peppel at the time uh, who was a coach uh, back then. Um, I mean, he just walked straight up to me and started talking to me again. And I was like, okay. I was like, this guy really wants me like he's, he's serious about it. And uh, which I loved about him. Like he won't stop. Like, I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. Like he won't stop, but like he pushes everybody to do their best as well as coach clark like i mean coach clark has helped me tremendously like i said i didn't really take lifting serious in high school and once i got here like i mean I, I was honest with him i was like coach clark i was like i i don't really like lifting that much and uh he was like okay like well you're gonna have to lift and i was like well i mean yeah obviously um but he's really worked with me on it um and like just show me how to do it better. Show me how to like yeah, I mean he's just helped me tremendously in the weight aspect as well as wrestling. I mean, he wrestles some of the sort of style that I wrestle, you know, like that hard paced, hard nose, like I'm gonna be in your face twenty four seven wrestling, which I really like and I love going with uh doing live goes or just rolling around with Coach Clark. He's helped me tremendously with my wrestling.
0: So now that you were kinda on the topic of them wrestling with us, I, I brought this up to Coach Clark last week. Um how is it – so, you know, in high school I had – our coaches would roll around with us, but, like, Coach Clark and Coach Hall, if if – They're in shape, man. Yeah. If, <laughs> yeah. If, we, if we honestly don't have a kid who has a group, mm-hmm. one of them will hop in and wrestle the whole practice <laughs> Yes, with them. And it's crazy because, like, I mean, I mean they're, they're in shape. I mean, they're, they're mm-hmm. in your face. They're there to yeah. make you better. Um And so I, I can definitely attest to them, like, yeah, Just nobody's
1: seen Coach Clark. He is a really, really, really <laughs> jacked dude. No,
0: Coach Clark. Coach Clark is like, in, I, in the best way possible. He's insane. Yes, like in a good way. Yeah, I mean, there was there was a time I was driving to the conditioning, and I saw Coach Clark out running like the hill sprints that we did the last week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Coach Clark, we have to do these to get in shape for wrestling. Yeah, like, like I mean, they lift
1: he, they live before our yeah, six a.m. lift.
0: They they and, and Coach Clark talked about it last week. Yeah. You know, he was like, yeah, you know, we get up at four a.m. Uh, and we left at five. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I can barely drag myself over here for the six a.m. list. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, mm-hmm. are, and then and then they work a full day. Mm-hmm. They don't get the naps that we get in between classes. No. Um, and then they come out and practice with us. Yeah. And I think And that's do the
1: same great. thing over and over and over again.
0: And it speaks volumes, man. And and not even as a wrestling standpoint, but like they're always in the office with recruits, doing something, just making the program better. And I think that. that Obviously, the wrestlers we can do what we can do as far as, as wrestling and, and changing the culture from a wrestling standpoint. But them, as like an administration standpoint, and just continuing to make us better. I mean, I th- I think a really like you said. I think things are really looking up. Uh, I think we're gonna make shockwaves this year. I'm really excited for it, man. Yeah. Um. So obviously, you know, we have our inner squad duel uh, tomorrow. Um, but Muskegon the next week, you know, the first college yeah. term. Not, not to overlook tomorrow, but I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. Um, how are you kind of like mentally approaching that as your oh first Oh, man, tournament? I've been
1: ready for it for a long time, <laughs> a long time. I've been ready for it. I'm, I mean, I'm ready to go. I put in the work. I feel like all the put work I put in has been the right work um, because I've been guided by Coach Hall and Coach Clark. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to wrestle, man. I'm I'm ready to go. Those these what is it now? Eight days? I think yeah. I think yeah. it's eight days. Eight days away. They can't come fast enough, man. And, they and can't.
0: Man, that's what I love about you. Is like, it's your passion, man. Like, I've never like, and and I talked about this a little bit. Having people around you, and I see it throughout the team. Having people around you who who want to get better, mm-hmm. um, who aren't there to just get through it. Yeah. Um, who are there to like get better um they're not counting the minutes of practice they're counting the minutes till practice yeah um I, it really does it it's it's contagious you know if if you are pushing yourself it pushes me mm-hmm. um directly you know if we're practicing together but like like when we would have weekend practices in my high school um you know it would be like varsity only or whatever um and like everybody would be in there, keeping to themselves working hard, and that's like that's a room you want to be in mm-hmm. and that's every day at trying. yeah like and it's not even just wrestling it's it's lifting, it's it's running, it's everything and like I, I honestly, I' love it. I, I can't explain enough how much I, I've seen the program grow since I've been here.
1: yeah um, and I mean they make they make the practices fun as well. yeah like I mean. They have music going. Like, sometimes, you know, we stop there for a second and everybody's singing along to, you know, like a Britney Spears song that Coach Clark tends to play a lot. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, but we're also serious at the same time. So, they make it really, really fun to be there as well. Like, I don't – like, I look forward to practice every single day. Like, I don't dread it. Like, oh, man, I got to go in and wrestle for – an hour and 40 minutes, like, no, like, I get to go wrestle for an hour and 40 minutes, um, which a lot of the guys on the team, I think everybody on the team looks forward to practice, because, I mean, it's so much fun, like, they make it so much fun for us.
0: Oh, for sure, I mean, it's a, it's a great group of guys, and so, like, I mean, talk about the team a little bit, Um, how have, like, how have you seen, a- and come to, because, gr- obviously, you know, spending all this time, and I talked about it, they become your family. I mean, you guys are my family. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, I met you eight weeks ago, and I feel like I've known you forever. I which, know. I mean, along with a lot of these other guys. I mean, I came here with uh, one of my best friends, Brock Barger, who's a punter here on the team. Um, Which I was very fortunate, like, we went to elementary school together. So, we've been going for a long time. But I've met, like, some of you guys, like, you, uh, Joey Langman, just to, like, name a few. Joey Langman. uh, Andy Williamson, uh, a couple other guys I can't really name at the top of my head. I'm cutting weight right now, so I'm a little frazzled. <laughs> oh, I got you. Uh, But, I mean, like, yeah, like, those guys have become family for me. So, like, yeah, like, I feel like they're my brothers already. Like, I've known them for a long time, and I've only known them for eight weeks, just about.
0: No, and, and it's really it, – it's crazy you said that because, like, what was it? It was, it was orientation when I saw you, and I obviously knew who you were because – huge in the wrestling scene and then you you committed to trying um I was like scared to come up to you and talk (laughs) to you like I was intimidated um and you fast forward to eight weeks and it's like you know we're spending a lot of time together and and family you know a lot about me I know a lot about you and it's like you said it's the same case with a lot of the guys um spend a lot of time together Mm -hmm. uh you know all, all my free time that I'm not like wrestling or in school like I'm talking to you guys. I'm hanging out with you guys. I'm practicing with you guys, working out with you guys. Doing Um, homework, playing video games. Yeah, you know, there's no – and that's something that, like, I gained throughout high school. Like, I wasn't – I was – I've never been this close with, like, a team. Mm -hmm. You know, I had my individuals in high school, but as far as a team, you know, and I think it's because we're going through so much together. Yeah, <laughs> <We're>, those <laughs> six a.m. lifts, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Not laughs> uh, right. no! You're exactly right. We're pushing each other through everything, and the best thing you can be is a supportive teammate, and that mm-hmm. really brings people together.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so I think that that's just a, a great aspect of it all. Um, so it's a long season, man. I don't, I don't exactly know how long it is, but you, you probably count preseason. It's probably what four or five months, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I can't exactly remember. Uh, I think we get done in March, so probably about five, six months, actually, Mm -hmm. count everything. Um, How do you keep your mind right throughout the whole thing? Because you have your ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if you're, you know, the number one guy in the country, you know, you're Gable Stevenson, Spencer Lee, everybody has their problems. Um, How do you keep your mind right throughout all that?
1: Um, At the end of the day, like you said, wrestling is a choice, Okay. So you also have to be a human being. So the way I look at it is, okay, I have this certain time for wrestling. Like, I look forward to it, but I have this certain time for wrestling. But I'm also a really, really big family person as well and a really, really big friend person as well. So um, I really look forward to that time as well with my family and my friends, uh, which I think benefits me a lot because, yeah, I can talk wrestling, you know, with my uncle and with my brother and all these people. Um, but sometimes like I don't want to talk about it. You know what I mean? And, uh, they're very, very respectful of that. Uh, and so that kind of gives me my mental break. Um, just like hanging out with my family, hanging out with my friends. It gives me a mental break. Like, yeah, wrestling talk is going to be brought up, but at the same time, if I don't want to talk about it, like they respect that as well. And so I think that keeps my mindset really, really well during the season because at the end of the day, wrestling's a choice. And you're a human being first, wrestling comes second. Right,
0: right, right, absolutely. Um, And on the kind of opposite side, I really wanted to talk about the mental aspect of it first because it's something that's really overlooked um, is the mental Mm -hmm. aspect. But obviously, physically, it's a long season. Yeah. I mean, I don't exactly know how many matches we'll wrestle this year, but I assume it's going to be north of 20, 30, 40 matches.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say 40. I'd say about 20, 30. 30, 30 Um, maybe max.
0: Anyways... College uh, is grueling, man.
1: <laughs> no, it, it,
0: it's a meat grinder, man. Yeah. We, we wrestle a lot of tough tournaments, a lot of tough teams. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: as well as ourselves, there's a lot of really good kids on the team as yeah. well. So, I mean, yeah. you're getting beat up every day in practice as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, just to touch on a little bit, trying his – and Coach Clark and Coach Hall preach on this every day about taking care of your body. Taking getting your, your body. Getting your water intake, your protein intake, ice baths, going to the trainer, doing doing treatment, you know, all that stuff. So – how how do you keep your body right, you know, throughout this long season?
1: Um, I'm really big on ice baths. Okay. Uh, ice baths benefit me a lot. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm the world's healthiest eater. Um, but what I think benefits me more than a lot of guys cutting weight is I'd rather drink fluids than eat. I, agree. I mean, uh, I really don't like... Like, when I'm cutting and everything, it's, like, I don't want to eat, man. I just want to drink. Like, I want to be hydrated. I want my body to feel right. And so, really, I kind of just, like, I'll eat, like, Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I'll kind of cut back on the food Thursday and Friday, like, what I'm doing right now, and just stick to fluids. And then, you know, go get a cut in, go run, and get those last couple pounds off.
0: Okay, okay, I love it um now i'm I'm gonna try and get to know you a little bit more as a wrestler you know some of these some of these questions that you know it's it's always those you know awkward little questions but like and a little cliche but like all right what's your favorite food after weigh so if, if you could choose one food i know you said you're more of a fluid guy so even even that you know your favorite drink food combination
1: uh so i do eat after i don't really eat during wrestling tournaments Um, but I always make sure to have Cheez-Its, Uncrustables and fruit snacks (laughs) in my bag. Uh, but drink wise, uh, I'm a big smart water guy. Uh, I don't feel like it makes me any smarter, but, uh, (laughs) it's really good water. Um, but, uh, Powerade Zero and some Pedialyte's
0: always in my bag for me. Yeah. So my, my junior and senior year, I kind of discovered Pedialyte. Yeah. It helps you
1: a lot. Definitely gets you a little hydrated. And then
0: just pounding the water. I mean, for, at least for me, it's the biggest thing. I I used to drink a bunch of Gatorade and whatnot, and it like bloated me a lot. Mm-hmm. So like, that's a lot of sugar. Pound in the water, man.
1: I highly suggest Powerade Zero. There's not the. I mean, I don't think there's zero sugar in it. I don't know. I'm not a dietitian, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I got you. Uh, yeah.
0: So you a music or no music guy? Because personally, and I think I'm gonna change it up this year. I have never been like. Let me put my headphones, earbuds in. Big
1: uh, music guy. Big, music guy? big okay. music guy.
0: What are you listening to before match? What's what's your song? What's your Obviously um, I you, you are very well versed in the music, getting to know you. Um and I think music is a lot of your culture and life, but uh talk to me a little bit about um you know, your music and how it kind of affects your like locking in. Um I know it's big for a lot of people.
1: Uh yeah. So I mean, outside of wrestling, I mean I kinda listen to everything. Um I mean, I truly do. Uh, my mom listened to a lot of country growing up, so I have that with me. I mean, uh, my actual dad, he listened to a lot of rock music and stuff like that. Um, and then growing up in Terre Haute and like all of my friends, um, I listened, started listening to a lot of rap. And so that's mainly what I listen to. A lot of Big Scar, Push Icy, Big 30, uh, 1017, which is a, a rap label by uh, Gucci Mane. So that's usually what I'm bumping in my AirPods before a wrestling match, is trying it, to get me hyped up.
0: Is that like a lock-in thing?
1: Yeah, it's okay. yeah, that's a lock-in thing. That's like yeah.
0: Okay, so do you have like a pre? Obviously, you mentioned your music and how important that is to you. But do you have like a pre-match ritual? You are, you a superstitious guy? Are you? Are do you have to do this specific thing, or it messes with your head?
1: Um, no, not really. I mean, really, the only thing. That I would say a pre-match ritual is, is me changing my shoes or my singlet. I have a lot of shoes and singlets. Uh, and so I shower after every single match. And really? I'll, put, yeah, I'll put on new socks, new shoes, a new singlet, new right. underwear, obviously.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay, I got you. Um, so, first of all, I'm going to ask you one question three times because you wrestle three styles of wrestling. What's your favorite move in each style? Throw. No, you can't just tell me throw. Nope.
1: you got to specify, man. you got to specify. <laughs> uh, I'd say folk style, my favorite move, uh, would probably be, well, I mean, obviously. I mean, you could
0: double I'd, up on answers.
1: Yeah, I'd say um, a low single, but, like, once I get on top, uh, Blair Ride. Um, I pinned a lot of really good guys with that in high school, um, and I continue to plan on doing that in college as well. Uh, freestyle. I mean, it's really just, I mean, my f- f- style of wrestling in general is just kind of, Go with the flow, man. I mean, like, I'll score, like, I'll get points scored against me to score more points against you. Right, right. right. Um, but I'd say freestyle. Uh, I do a lot of inside trips and freestyle. And then, obviously, Greco, man. I mean, Greco's, that's my style. Like, I love, <laughs> I love Greco, man. I love throwing people. So, I'd say probably my parterre, uh, my reverse body locks. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'd say probably my parterre, reverse body locks, and uh, Greco.
0: Okay, I hear you, I hear you. So, for anybody who's listened to this, who, like, you know, they're getting more well-versed with trying. You know, they're uh, they're a high schooler kind of coming in. They don't know what they're doing yet. They don't know where to go. They're like, okay, I've, like maybe like you. Mm-hmm. You've heard of trying, you know. You, yeah. you know people there, but, like, before Coach Hall, you didn't really know too much. Um, why should somebody come to trying or even, like, schedule a visit, c- get in contact, any of that?
1: Um. So what I have to tell people about Trine University is it's probably one of the greatest universities here I mean the professors here like just the academic side of thing man like the academic sides of things um the professors knew my name like first and last name maybe three weeks in I hear you like all my professors which I mean that's unheard of even in in high school I had teachers who didn't know my name in high school yeah I mean like yeah but like these these professors and all these coaches like everybody here and it's not just you know coach hall coach clark and you know my coaches for track and field it's everybody here everybody here wants to help you like the basketball coach says hi to me and like you know what I mean like every like everybody here so I mean it's just like it's a it's really a big family thing here for me I uh, I mean, not for me, but, like, it's just a big family side of things. I mean, like, they always have stuff going on, man. There's always something. Man. There's always something to do. Like, you can never go bored. Yeah, they got candy apples out yeah, there right yeah, now. Yeah. I was I mean, walking it's, by, it's man. It's Halloween like, week.
0: You know, they got Trunk or Treat going on. You know, there's yeah. kids here. It's, it really is a family community. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and trying is, like, you get a lot of, like, you know, when, when a town has a college by it, you know, it kind of gets a negative connotation, but, like, Trine like works. I mean, I, I grew up around here to an extent. Um, yeah, you know, I vacation and have a spot up here every summer, so I'm up here most of the summer every year since I was a little kid. Um, but like Angola and Trine intertwines a lot, and like every yeah, really like like you big said, community. it's it's a it's a huge community, um, and like it's just a great place. Mm-hmm. Um, something I wanted to talk about is like the transition from high school to college, not wrestling, but like academics. It's like you don't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I mean,
1: I really didn't either.
0: Something that really benefited me was like UE. Mm-hmm. We have a, a class called University Experience, which every freshman is required to take. Yep. And it's like dedicated. Um, I, I have Professor Olding um, dedicated to make sure you're doing okay. Yeah. It's, it's a stressful time, and it can be really stressful for kids. So to have a guide there for you, uh, you meet once a week. Um and the point of the class is to, like, de-stress you. Mm-hmm. You know, they're bringing people in to, to talk to you, to, to make sure you're doing okay. Yeah. They're talking to you, make sure you're doing okay. Setting up meetings with your advisors. Not only, not only
1: on the academic side of things, but your mental health as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: it's something that's really important and, and on that aspect, Trine has done amazing a great job of reaching out you know, to the mental health aspect of it, which is something mm-hmm. that I think a lot of schools and a lot of the world overlooks at times.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so... I, I, I want to kind of end off with this. Um, obviously, you've been here eight weeks. Um, it's still in the early phases. You've got a lot, a lot of time here left to try. Yeah. Um, what does trying mean to you? And I know it's kind of a vague question, but, like, I mean, what what does trying mean to you?
1: I mean, right now, at this aspect of my life, trying means everything to me. I mean, everything I need is here besides my family, which, I mean, I miss them so much. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean everything I need is here. So like it means everything to me. I mean, my school's here, my sports are here. Like you know what I mean? My friends are here now. Right. Um and so yeah, I mean I mean it really does mean everything to me at this point in my life because I mean it's what I'm doing every single day.
0: Right. And I mean, I've never felt like at least for me this is how I am. I've like I am proud to be a try and Thunder, like I'm like, proud. I I am proud to call this place my home. There's no when when I came onto campus, I didn't take trying seriously as an option. I was like, okay, I'm gonna come because you know, give it a shot. Yeah. I got here before I left. I knew I was coming here. Mm-hmm. It just it, it sold me so fast and like yeah, it, uh, me as well. Like you said, it's my life now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so dedicated to this program and this school that like. I'm so excited for the future. Uh, very I'm very excited. So excited. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I definitely get what you're saying. There. Um. Is there anything else you want to kind of talk about or, or let anybody know? Uh. I mean, uh nah, I think we pretty much summed it up with that. All that, man. I got you. Well, Josh, it was a, it was a great time talking to you. I want to thank you for coming on.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me, man.
0: I'm so excited for the future, man. Um. Yep. But uh, thank you again. And um, that'll be it for the second episode of the Building a Trinity podcast. Um, I want to thank you for listening, um, and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Go Thunder.